1: Christmas Eve, Eve, and Ted, you know what time it is, on Friday. Right. every Friday morning, our live visit with Mitch Holtis, play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs play tomorrow afternoon on Christmas Eve, hosting an old division rival, the Seattle Seahawks. And as always, on Friday morning, we say... Good, Good morning, morning Mitch.
0: Mitch! Good morning, Stephen. Good morning, Theodore. we Keith Shattering. But yeah... Be safe out there. We've got uh, my wife's relation is uh, in from Wichita, and I know there were several accidents, a lot of accidents. So being serious here, but be careful out there. Um, And I know folks at American Ed Credit want you to be (laughs) uh, safe as well, but check them out, 800-800-4865 or at agloan.com. Appreciate them making this possible, but be safe in the air capital and the environs.
1: Seattle Seahawks, the opponent tomorrow on Christmas Eve. It's a team that used to come into the Arrowhead every year as a division opponent. That It's been eight years since Seattle has made a visit to Arrowhead. And gosh, the last time these teams uh, played, Jamal Charles was the big star in Kansas City for the, for the Chiefs <laughs> against the Seahawks that day. That was a long, seems like that was a long time ago.
0: Very cold day. I remember it well. And Russell Wilson was in his heyday then. And the Chiefs were able to beat him, but it was like Rasputin. You know, they're trying to put him under ice and, you know, poison him and shoot him and everything else, but he wouldn't have died. But the Chiefs finally won that game. But I remember going to the locker room after the game, and our guys were expended. They were just shot. They'd put everything on the field to beat the Seahawks, who were very good. Remember, that's the Legion of Boom days. And they had to go to Raiders. They had to go to Oakland to play a Thursday night game right after that. I go, we don't have a chance. And we lost to an 0-10 Raiders team because there was nothing left in the tank. But my favorite Seahawks moment, and get this one. This was one of those do 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 moments. Christmas Eve, 1995. Exactly Christmas Eve, Seahawks. Uh, Chiefs are in the, the, they're in the driver's seat to, to win the division and be the one seat, but the Seahawks are battling for the playoff lives. Let's see if that sounds familiar as a scenario. Tamar Vanover. Mm-hmm ran the opening kickoff back for a touchdown. So I'm hoping Isaiah Pacheco tomorrow can do the same. And by the way, just to spice up the um, uh, discussion here a little bit, I'll be on the drum deck. You know, they do the drum deck, goes up and beats the drum to the, yeah, "Yeah, that's me tomorrow. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. and I think we're going to do the first drive of the game from atop the stadium in the drum deck.
1: That'd
0: be kind of cold up there, won't it? I told Clark Hunt that, the chairman and CEO, I, I informed him of it. I don't think they they ran it by him. He goes, he looks at me and he goes, so? Dude, you know how cold it is up there? He, go, he goes, I've done the last two AFC championship games. It's cold. And he goes, oh, let me check. It'll be maybe 8 to 10 degrees Man. with a wind chill of minus 10. I'm not sure that's the smartest thing. So, But we'll stay up there and maybe do some play-by-play. So on your air, it's must listen tomorrow. noon.
1: Oh, I'm so, looking forward absolutely. to that. He of course, uh, the last yeah. time the Seahawks won in Arrowhead was 23 years ago. It was Elvis Gerback versus John Kitna,
0: and that was a battle, John Kitna. That looked like uh, who was the uh, bailiff on night court? <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, Moose, Moose, or was it Bull? Yeah,
0: Bull, bull yeah, Bull, yeah bull. Big, yeah, bull. That was that's John Kitna. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the only guy uh, he actually had a bolt coming out of his head. And actually, two of them. There was one at the top, and then one back by his jaw. And I'm like, "Fire, bad, John! Fire, bad!" Hey, the 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 Chiefs get to play
1: tomorrow at Arrowhead. Gosh, it's been a month since you've had a home game.
0: Oh my gosh, it's been uh, it's been. You know, when you guys asked me last week, is that a big deal in the NFL? Yeah, it is. Let me just tell you, it is, and it'll be great to. It's been great to be at home this week and not have to worry about. Uh, travel or, oh, gosh, you're going to move things around. But, yeah, and hopefully, I mean, the crowd's there and warm and and, uh, cheering. I know Andy's concerned a little bit about no-shows, but he was kidding me about the drum deck, too. He goes, if I could stand down there for three hours, you can go up there for 20 minutes and bang the drum, okay? (laughs) So there was no, oh, gosh, hey, stay warm, Mitch. It wasn't any of that. Like, let's go. we got time to beat the Seahawks. So get some hand and foot warmers, dress up, get layers, and get loud.
1: I'm a little distracted right now. You mentioned night court. All, all I can think of is Marky Post.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought of too. Sure, <laughs> Steve. Yeah, I was thinking of John Chitten and Bulls.
1: Hey, listen. What yeah. about the big? What about the big play? With the, with, you know, it's always something we talk about. I had a big one with mm-hmm. that uh, with uh, the linebacker stealing the ball like taking an Easter egg out from under the hen the other day. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. I used a prostate exam, so I like your way maybe a little bit better. But the the bottom of those the, the bottom of those fumble piles, boys. Oh yeah, are 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 weird. Uh, we had Kevin Lockett. Ironically, his son Tyler, uh, the former yeah. K State All American, won't play tomorrow. He's a Seattle Seahawk. He's a fabulous player and a better person. Uh, but we were talking about. I go, Kevin, were you ever at the bottom of a pile for fumbles, K State or Chiefs? And he's like, Well, not for very long. He said, "There's, you know, there's a lot of tunnels under there." And he goes, "There's some are deep, dark tunnels." And he goes, "He goes, let me put it this way: Willie Gay Jr. took one for the team. Let's do it that way." But it was, as I said on the air, it was a public service announcement, announcement from Doctor Willie Willie Gay Jr. to get your prostate exam. Uh, well, of course, yeah, uh, see how football works. how yep. football works, and yeah, just it's it's helping it's strange, society strange ways. Yes. Yeah, so. Of course, the bottom line,
1: like you said, bottom line is Chiefs uh, division champions yet again after a win last week, and now yeah, getting right. uh, using these last three games to get in position for the postseason.
0: Seven straight years—it's nuts. Second in NFL history for division dominance. Let's just before we do, de- um, you know, get the ice scraper out or the chisel, if you would, uh, think about that a second. That in the history of the NFL since 1921. The Chiefs are second in division dominance. Against the division, now, this is a fun one. I'm going to steal my minute with Mitch for next week. But this is the 15th division title for the Chiefs. Do you know how many the Raiders have? I'll just Mm. tell you, 15. You know how many the Chargers have? 15. You know how many the Broncos have? 15. Wow! Mm. It took seven consecutive years to get to 15. (laughs) 15. It took number 15. Uh, to get it done. But I'm stealing my minute with Mitch from next week because it deals with the Broncos and trying to beat them for a 15th straight time. Whoop! Uh, But we got things to do tomorrow, and the Seahawks team uh, will pose a problem, and they're desperate. They still have a playoff chance, and they will come in uh, and will defend their turf. I mean, are we going to defend our turf? But Seattle needs this game badly, or they could be knocked out of the playoffs.
1: Yeah, a team that averages 25 a game, top seven in the league in scoring. But I mean, but yet, like you said, they've dropped a couple in a row, so they are starting to get back to the wall yeah. desperation time with the only three games to go in the regular season. They're only half game out for a playoff spot, though.
0: They're, they've lost four or five, but Geno Smith's a renaissance fan. Uh, Forget this. For six years, he only appeared in 15 games, and none of those were significant. Well, they were resting. kneel downs, basically. Yeah. And he's back, and he leaves the league in uh, completion percentage. Here's another little fun factoid for you as we uh, worried or work our way around Wichita is the fact that this is the first time that the AFC touchdown leader, Patrick Mahomes, with touchdown passes, will go up against the NFC touchdown leader in passes, Geno Smith of the Seahawks since 2018 when it was the Seahawks and the Chiefs. Huh. And Russell Wilson did it against Patrick Mahomes. But Geno Smith is like, dude, where did he come from? though he was long gone, but here he is back again, probably with John Kittner playing cards.
1: <laughs> what, uh, what's the Chiefs' health prognosis right now?
0: Jody Fortson will not play. That's already been determined. Now, this is where it gets interesting. I think stay tuned today, Wichita, because one of your own, Blake Bell, could be reactivated. You know, he's been on injured reserve. Oh. He has not appeared since the first preseason game against the Chicago Bears. He got hurt against the Bears uh, with a groin injury, and it's been this long to get Blake Bell back. But the belldozer, the pride of uh, uh, Bishop Carroll High School, might be back on the field. So stay tuned today because we may have a player transaction to put him back on the roster. But Jody Fortson, another tight end, will not play this week.
1: Christmas Eve tomorrow. Kickoff at noon at Arrowhead Stadium. Pre-game show begins at 11 a.m. tomorrow, and of course, you can hear the game, the Chiefs and the Seahawks, live right here tomorrow afternoon on your radio home of the Chiefs in Wichita, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. As long as we have Mitch on the line, we must ask him: How does this Chiefs-Seahawks matchup somehow relate to Wichita State Shocker football? Yeah, as part of our Eddie Ploppa Kansas City Chiefs bang the drum slowly Christmas Eve update.
0: Steve, take, the, take your uh, hand, okay. palm your hand, lick yeah. the eggnog off of it. Lick <laughs> the egg, eggnog off. Slap it up against your forehead because, Ted, this one is so very obvious. Who's the most important person when you have brutal wind uh, weather conditions like tomorrow? The center. The most important guy on the team. The center. The equipment guy. Oh. The equipment guy. You have got to have the right equipment. The yeah. studs on your cleats. Who's dressed the warm? Who's dressed warmly? Uh, who's got the, you know, who's got the best gear? This is a, actually a military thing too. We've seen armies lose. Ask Napoleon how it went uh, for him uh, when he got into weather and it destroyed his army. So here's the obvious guy, a guy named Gerald Bowen. Gerald Bowen, known as Jerry Bowen, played for the Shockers. And was on that 1951 team. I think I alluded to them either last week or two weeks ago. Uh, that's Jimmy Nutter and, and uh, Dick Sanders yeah, and good. those guys. Eli yeah. Romero, yeah, right. Well, uh, Jerry Bone was on that team, but then he started a career in the sports equipment business. In fact, he ran. Get this one: Twin Lake Sporting Goods. In there. Did you guys ever go to 21st in Abedin? Oh yeah, I lived there. Twin- yeah. You lived, you lived at the store? No, I live in that neighborhood. Oh, you did? So you'd go there for groceries and go grab some oh, yeah. sports equipment? Oh,
1: yeah, grab a ball glove,
0: yeah. Yeah, get a ball glove, ball, yeah, okay. So Jerry Bowen, for years and years and years and years, was the main supplier for Wichita State football. And I'm telling you, boys, the Shockers had some bad weather days. Now, they didn't play in December a lot like the Chiefs do. They did some... They had a day against K-State, 1950, I believe, or 49, that was just brutally cold at Old Veterans Stadium in a 6-6 tie that captivated the earth. (laughs) But Jerry Bowen, Jerry Bowen, and he came up, Jerry Bowen came up with the design for, remember the Sam Adkins, like crazy pants, uh, cool design though, uh, in the 70s? That was Jerry Bowen that came up with that. And so he worked with the Shockers in equipment, making sure they had everything they needed you know kind of like the postal service rain or shine uh to be ready to go now jerry passed away uh it was during the COVID time i believe it was july of 2020 but he was a pillar in the wichita communities had a great family that lives on his tradition eric his son was actually an excellent football player at wichita southeast he was on the wichita eagle top 11 and the speaker capital journal top 11 you know, in the heyday of Southeast football uh, when they were kind of ruling the city a little bit. But uh, So a salute to equipment guys and to sporting goods people that keep football teams ready to go uh, no matter the weather. So a tip of the cap to the late Jerry Bowen and his family, uh, great crew. Uh, but we remember all the equipment guys that have either won or lost games down through the years. So bring it back, boys. Bring it back.
1: Chief Seahawks, Christmas Eve, tomorrow at noon, right here on KNSS. Mitch on the drum deck. Should be fantastic. Mm. We wish you a Merry Christmas, Mitch. We appreciate your time, as always. Thank and you.
0: we always say, thank, thank you, Mitch. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Theodore. And, yes, bang the drum slowly. Yeah, all
1: right. That is Mitch Holtus. He'll have the call of the game tomorrow right here on KNSS on Christmas Eve. Of course, our Friday visits with Mitch are brought to you by American Ag Credit and by South Central Problem Gambling Task Force. Right, coming up the Hannity Morning Minute, looking at independent Democrats. That's on the way. Stephen's Head of the Morning on KNSS.